You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com, and the only person participating in this podcast that has played NBA 2K19. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Has participated in this podcast. So at the time you're listening to this, 2K is out. Um, out if you NBA 2K19 is out if you bought the Legendary Edition. The regular edition comes out on Tuesday. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, it is a cool, uh, tonight was the unveiling of the new Mavs gaming, uh, pavilion, uh, which is the old offices, uh, for the Mavericks. They transformed into this new esports facility in Deep Ellum. If you're familiar with Dallas, fairly close to downtown, pretty much downtown. It's but, like Southeast downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. They had, a lot of people came out, um, my, took my wife as a, cool night night out super fancy they had this like bar in the middle and it had like the maps gaming logo like on it and it was like super fancy and they had these, they had everything done like so they had these huge screens up and streaming Fortnite, and um you could play 2k19 and uh, cynthia marshall talked to people and dimes and they had these like vintage arcades like donkey kong and pac-man and it was it was a really uh, really cool event. Is it going to be open to the public at any point? <laughs> no, it was not open to the no, public. No, no, not, uh, not obviously not last night. But is it going <laughs> to be like, open? To... <laughs> making a jab at my no, tweet? No, 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 no. <laughs> Isaac got in trouble because he said it was open to the public. And I, it wasn't. I tweeted this tweet out about <laughs> this event, and uh, apparently it was not open to the public. It was invite only, and Cuban retweets it, and Dimes tweets it, and like, oh gosh. It was a disaster, so I'd delete the tweet. And, yeah. <laughs> Don't you love um, when, when Cuban retweets something that gets you in trouble? I'm like, come on, Mark. You've retweeted me like, I don't know, like eight times in my life, and like one of these times is something <laughs> I, do, I need to delete. <laughs> uh, um, so eventually it's going to be open to the public, though. They'll be, people will be able to stop by. and. I think, yeah, eventually they want to you know host esports events there, and it's definitely a space that can do it, and they got these massive screens and – um, so that's the long-term goal and they're working towards that and it's cool. It's a cool facility and they're really chill about people coming and visiting and stuff like that. So I don't know if anybody's in the area, stop in sometime and knock, at least knock on the door. If somebody's there. They might let you in. They didn't um, get rid of the Dirk mural, did they? Oh no, no, that's still there. Okay, good. That is uh yeah, the Dirk mural is kind of right down the street from it. It's kind of hidden a little bit, but, uh, if you're ever at the Mavs gaming facility, you're right next to the map, to the Dirk mural. So go try to find that. Real quick, I want to give a quick shout out. Today, as you're listening to this, is my anniversary with my oh. lovely wife. So, uh, yeah. So happy anniversary to my wife. She's awesome. And she's an awesome mom. And I say that because she listens to the podcast. She's she makes up some of the demographic of our female population. <laughs> the one percent. You the are one percent. You are the one percent, Barb. Congratulations <laughs> on your wedding anniversary at the uh, the restaurant I work at tonight. I served a couple 
59 years married. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I know. I was like, I was like, I'm only 55 years away from you guys. <laughs> Just the whole lifetime. I'm getting there. But man, how is it? Four years for you guys or five? Five. Five. Yeah. Wow. Five. five is kind of a big number. Five and the first one with uh, a little one. Wow. Yeah. Still screaming. Still screaming away. Still screaming away, man. Wakes up at four o'clock. Screaming away. My wife laughed really hard at your Instagram story today at the Don't Cry song. That was so great. Why do you cry? <laughs> it was this boomerang of his baby crying. And then that, uh, what's that, Aretha Franklin or the. Uh, it's like Kurt Franklin. Kurt Franklin's song. song. Why, Why do, do you, you cry? cry? <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> All right, anyway. Today we are getting to our starting two guards or our shooting guards or off-ball guards or wings or guard wings, whatever you want to call them. We're getting- hey, Dinwiddie won that poll, Nick. Whatever. I told you there was a Mavs bias. Did you see Skin, Skin wrote about the Teague thing too? Immediately he was like, yeah, there's a Mavs bias. Like, he immediately was like, yeah, he's never accepted into a Mavs jersey ever again i'm like there's the bias right there <laughs> from the mavs fan himself and then i tweeted out yesterday i was like about getting flack for picking dennis over jeff teague and different people responded to that and he even responded he's like who are you getting flack from teague's family yeah <laughs> I, was, I was laughing yeah i actually did look up their stats it's not that crazy because he averaged more points than jeff teague and i want to say more rebounds than jeff teague he played so. with more all-stars, and he played on a better team. Uh, no, come you on. Can, you come can on. make that argument come the other on. way around, though, of saying Dennis didn't have that great of a team. So he so his like, numbers would be more inflated. Okay, that's true. I but mean, still. I didn't think it was I didn't think it was that crazy that you ranked him above there. I thought it was you know you ranked him a little higher than I would have, but it was like what four spots? I mean, it wasn't five spots yeah, or something. Like, you know, it was it wasn't like Darren Collison. <laughs> <laughs> even Darren Collison like that the, the last tier of those point guards is just all over the place like you could put anybody yeah. anywhere so the, and that Darren Collison I think you had him 20 what like 22 21? or something yeah so it was like six or seven spots so we'll see if we have anybody else today yeah I'm interested that, to see that uh, but this is how we do it and I think the the poll also didn't have enough context to it because a lot of people were thinking, like, because somebody tweeted, somebody responded, like, we don't need any short guards on this team. I'm like, no, not that's, not, that's not the question. <laughs> that's not the idea. The idea is, and this is this is going to go for this podcast today, too. We're ranking the two guards in the NBA, the starting two guards. So we're not putting bench players in this. Somebody mentioned Schroeder the other day for point guards. Like, oh, we're not mentioning him because he's not starting. So just the starting two guards in the league. We're ranking them as basically with their 2k rating for next year essentially so like we're, we're ranking them as far as who we'd want on a team a team with nobody else <laughs> you know like we're just picking these guys and uh who we think is better really so we're going down the line who do we think just is better for next year the only kind of potential or futures that we're, we're taking into context is if we think they're going to get better from last year to this year so like so like on uh, Wednesday, Isaac took Dennis Smith Jr. and said, I think he's going to get a lot better. And so he moved him all the way up to 15 ahead of some guys that have, play, have played better than him. But he thinks that he's going to improve so much between last year to this upcoming year that it warrants him ranking him where he did. Yeah, and we're assuming that all these players are fully healthy. Yeah. So like Mike Conley, when we had him in the top eight or whatever, we're just assuming full health for him. So yeah. full health. Nothing about the past, nothing about the future, just who would we rather have 
this season. And we expect some of these starters to change as well. Some of these guys, uh, like who's starting for Memphis at two, I have no clue. <laughs> we're going to uh, – I took a, a guess at it, and so we're going to go with that. Um, but I'm sure some of them will change, so we'll be wrong about some of those. But um, eventually we'll do bench units as well, ranking those. So those guys will be taken into account there. Uh, but let's get started. I think Right I, after this. <laughs> I think our number one should be pretty similar. I don't know. Did you put Clay Thompson? No. No. Okay, yeah, I have James Harden. I couldn't pay. I mean, I love Clay Thompson, but I mean, Harden's the MVP. I know. You're like. So James Harden, number one. He moves back to a, a two guard this year. We actually had him at two guard last year as well. Oh, really? Oh, um, yeah, because we did CB3. Because Chris Paul had just been you know, brought in. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so. We're at this. We have the same. <laughs> no discrepancy in James Harden being number one. No, no problem. But number two. Ooh, I Clay Thompson. Me too. There Me go. too. There you go. So far, yeah. And some people might like. Um, I don't know. I can see some people arguing against that. There's some weird anti Clay people out there that think he's just a system player with those guys, and uh, I'm not one of those guys. So. <laughs> I'm a big believer in Clay's game, and I think he's uh, one of the best, if not the best, two-way shooting guard in the league. He's his career is going to go down in a very similar fashion, I think, to manage Ginobili. In the fact that he sacrificed something, you know, for a team that was way better than it would have been, but he could have gone to a different team and put up better stats, you know, if he was the guy like Harden did. I think it'll be similar, but I don't think he sacrificed as much as Manu. No. Just because, I mean, Clay's had 60-point games. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. 60 and three quarters or something like that. Well, Manu's like, had 50-point games, hasn't he? And Manu started for like a whole, know. Know, whole year. I don't know. I think that it's going to be this the sacrifice element where this guy could have yeah. been better if he went on his own, I think, is going to be He could have been game. averaging like close to 30 instead of like 21 or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, do you think Clay Thompson's better than Manu? Yeah. Ooh. Right now, yes. For next year, yes. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Yes. Very bold. Very bold of you. <laughs> All right. No, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, Manu was very, very good back in the day. I mean, he's still decent now, but like, that's that's tough. Yeah, Clay is just so elite. He's such an elite defender and shooter that I don't think any of Manu's characteristics were as elite as those. But, like, his whole body of work, I think, was probably better. He's, like, better at attacking the basket and – you know, yes, definitely better ball handling. Yeah, ball sure. handling, passing, getting to the basket. You know, those things he was better than, than Clay. Anyway, I don't know why we're discussing Clay and <laughs> Manu. Um, Where is Manu on our list, Nick? Our top two are the exact same as last year. James Harden, Clay Thompson. So it remains the same. Um, number three, I have a new player that was not even – let's see. I ranked this player last year number 18, and he moved all the way up to three. I think I know who it is, and I love him, but I can't put him that high. But keep on going. Victor Oladipo. Oh, okay. No, somebody else. That that's a good one. Well, Oladipo came out of nowhere. I mean, he's he was, probably he's yeah. probably the Chris Dunn version, but not that low. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like exactly Chris, like it. it's the change of scenery guy. I mean, he really yeah. came out of nowhere. Because, yeah, I mean, we thought. I mean, I felt like we weren't alone. Yeah, you uh, had him at 20, and I had him at 
or no, I had him at 18. You had him at 19 last year. So we were both kind of in the same. And by the way, we haven't seen either, either person's rankings. I'm looking at the ones we had last year uh, and going off of the, that for some things, but uh, yeah, we haven't seen each other's rankings, but yeah, Oladipo just vaulted up into that. I think he's definitely top five. I mean, do you have him outside yeah. the top five? No, I haven't met four. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that, you know, and like the team in general, I mean, I had Indiana. It's like one of the worst teams in the league. I yeah, thought. well, without him, the team would have been nothing. I mean, it would have been Darren Collison, who's, according to you, he's trash. Yeah. Uh, they would have been Miles Turner and Sabonis, who were interesting and nice pieces, but weren't anything that you would build a team you know, around to be good next year. Um, you know, Bogdanovich is you know a fine wing. But Oladipo, when you have that top-tier player, it just completely changes everything. Yeah. And in the and East, it's kind that of like, makes you a playoff team. <laughs> uh, that is very true. It's And the last time we saw Oladipo was at an OKC, which was uh, kind of a rough version of him. So yeah. a lot of people thought Indiana was going to be down. So, yeah, Oladipo has to be top five. And I am For four. sure. Number three, do you have Devin Booker? I do not have DeMar DeRozan. Oh, wow. I'm actually That actually surprised me that you have him up the high. DeMar, why I, do you have DeMar DeRozan higher than, than normal? Uh, well... They um, were the top one or two team in the East last year, right? Top top team, they were. yeah, fifty nine wins. Top team, and he was the leading scorer on that team, averaging twenty three points a game. So, I just think he's one of the best scorers in the league. And I don't know, I man. I just when I just look at the other guys, like he's just like he's did it longer, and he can score with some of the best of them. And yeah, do you look at this change of scenery for him as being something that's going to be positive for him? I think it'll be going to uh, help him. I think it'll, it'll just stay the same. I yeah. think it'll be linear. And he has I think one of those games be, that doesn't really change. You know, wherever you are. Yeah, I think it'll be great. I mean, if not, if not better, because it'll motivate him. Like now he's pissed, but I mean, I'm very firm about San Antonio is going to be very good this year. So I dropped him a little bit. I just couldn't get past the like. He was the he was in my opinion he was the best player in the number one team in his conference in the East, averaging twenty three points a game. Yeah, and I mean he was one of the fifteen All NBA guys. So there's not very many guys that could uh, that could say them say that about themselves. So yeah, the, I mean, the hey, thing Clay wasn't even in that, was it? The what? I said Clay wasn't even an All NBA guy, right? Yeah, I don't think he was. But yeah, those all NBA. Yeah, some of the all NBAs you just get like representation sometimes. You know, like yeah, you said, they mean more than all stars in my opinion. Though. They do, but you you get representation, and I'm saying in the sense that, you know, oh, we have the the top team in the the Eastern Conference has to have an all NBA player on it. You know, yeah, I at least I think so. Well, where do you have DeRozan? I just have him at five. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So not not outside the top five. I mean, he's definitely in that. I think this is one tier. I think this. Oh, I guess Harden and Clay are kind of their own thing and then yeah the kind of week. i have like i have like a top eight like myspace <laughs> so you have harden clay DeRozan, oladipo yes i have harden clay oladipo donovan mitchell oh i have mitchell at five i just think that the dip so i have i have DeRozan at five uh mitchell at four and the reason why is i just think the defensive end for mitchell like DeRozan does not play defense <laughs> <laughs> he he just doesn't play defense well, and I think the defensive end for Mitchell, I think, you know, vaults him into that that next tier there. Same with Oladipo and Clay, really. Yeah, I, I'm really intrigued about Mitchell's second year. Yeah, like will he will he regress a little bit? Will he 
just come out on fire like last year like I'm very interested in that so yeah I mean I have Mitchell at five so I'm not and I'm all about him I just don't I think I just fell into the whole I've seen it more steady uh, of DeRozan yeah, the the Mitchell thing. I'm interested to see if he's going to be like a uh, you know like a second year quarterback, where you know rookie rookie quarterbacks sometimes come in and they light the world on fire and you know like like RG three or like you know first year Russell Wilson or Andrew Luck or stuff like that. And then your second year, sometimes you get some tape on a guy and all of a sudden teams have a whole off season try to plan against you, try to figure out how to play better against you. You know they get some tape and figure out. Um, your weaknesses and you know your tendencies and things like that and then so we saw rg3 like really struggle his second year to try and you know lead his team again whereas first year he was like incredible same with dak prescott i think too had had this kind of thing happen to him um so i'm wondering if mitchell's gonna have some of that um in in basketball obviously it's different but um some of that saw this some some where that sophomore slump quote unquote i'm doing air quotes that no one can see um that's where that comes from. But so does that mean we have the same number six? Devin Booker? Yeah. Yes. You had Devin Booker at three last year. I did, didn't I? You Her, did. Uh, I had him over DeRozan. You had him I thought really he was, high. I mean, he did have a pretty good season. Uh I just th- I I thought he would uh I thought he would put himself in like the tier right underneath like Giannis type of season and he didn't yeah if that makes sense i don't well really the team was just so bad like you can't be considered that good of a player if your team's gonna be that bad yeah i'm a believer in him yeah big time he's still like 22 <laughs> yeah I, I thought he would have a, a even bigger breakout season last year so it could come this year i don't know could for sure i had booker last year at like seven or eight uh i had him behind like chris middleton and avery bradley Oh gosh! Yeah, that doesn't look good now. <laughs> the fall of Avery Bradley. For sure. So we both have Booker at six. So that rounds out our top six. We have the exact same players, um, different order, but same players. And then number seven and eight, to me, are kind of interchangeable. I'm not sure who I should put ahead, but I just went with I went with Bradley Beal, and then I went CJ McCollum. I think those two players are the next <laughs> two. I went the opposite. I went McCollum and then you went McCollum and Beal. Yeah, I just. They could be interchangeable for me, but I think that that's the next. Those are the next. This two. this top eight for me is like tier one. Like yes. you could say Harden and Clay's like in their own tier, but like I put these top eight together, I just don't. And this next tier, I have four. So, but yeah, I just don't think anybody. I think there's a drop off after Bradley Bill or CJ McCollum to like that next group. Do you have Wiggins in this next group? Yes, I do. I knew you would. You love Wiggins so much. I I still have a flag planted on his mountain. Yes. <laughs> you always bring him up in our trade talks. <laughs> Anytime we do a fake trade, he like sends me a fake trade of Wiggins to the Mavs. Like, would they do this? Do you think I sent would? you a crazy fake trade the other day, though. <laughs> that was Mavs related. He's always sending me fake trades. Yes. Because I can never share my Mavs ones anymore. All right. Anyway. Number nine. My next player. He's getting the love he deserves this year. Yeah, me too. I'm not also. <laughs> Gary Harris. Gary Harris. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll never we live that so down like, from him. myself. <laughs> but, yeah, Gary Harris primed, primed to have a really good year this year, I think. Yeah. We're big Gary Harris believers. Yes, now. Did you know we're cousin? You're not Just cousins kidding. with Gary. 
Uh, okay, last year you had Gary Harris at 12. 12 and I had him at, man, really 30. bad, 24. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even list off the people you had above him. <laughs> let's just oh, like let's Rodney save Hood. that from... <laughs> well, we knew Dwayne, Rodney Hood. Dwayne Wade. <laughs> oh, my gosh, stop. Oh, man. Deion Waiters. Rodney Hood, good Lord. Man, I thought Rodney Hood was going to have a good year last year. And he, yeah, dang. I think he did, too. <laughs> he don't even have a team right now. All right, number 10. Chris Middleton. Same. Chris Middleton. Let's go. 10. Let's go. <laughs> so you have the same top 10. Different orders for some of them, but... Uh, Chris Middleton in that top 10. And then 11, Jalen Brown. Yeah! <laughs> I, I love Jalen Brown. I almost flipped Jalen and Middleton, but J- Middleton is really good. I almost put Jalen above Gary Harris. Yeah, Jalen was hard to put from, was hard to, you know, slide in there from. Because I could, I could see him vaulting into that top eight. Yeah. This year. He was, I made a list last night just on my own because I just do random crap, I guess. And of like, players young guys that i think will take huge steps next year yeah and that sounds like Jaylen, a fan-sided article <laughs> five players let me have your slideshow <laughs> um <laughs> but i'm not knocking them because that's how we make we used to make money but uh Jalen brown was i think he was one of those guys where i'm like man i think he can take next step but you just never know because if they just come back healthy with hayward and Kyrie and i mean I know it's just like a, a, a saying of like, there's only one ball, but there really is only one ball. So, um, yeah, it's, you're talking about the one ball thing. There's a difference between talking about two players and Harden and Chris Paul than yes. like five players with like Horford and Kyrie and Gordon Hayward and Jason Tatum. And yes. Yeah. Do you, uh, did you see the Deadspin article about fan sided? Did you read it? Oh crap. No. Okay. I wanted to see if you wanted to comment on it, but we'll talk about it off, off the air. <laughs> Okay, is it because uh, this doesn't look like a good story? Is it? No, I mean it's a, it's it was almost the same as the SB Nation one. Did you read the SB Nation one where they're like they're using them as free labor and taking advantage of people and blah 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 and not paying them oh. enough for the work they do and you know things like oh, that. <laughs> it's probably best I don't comment. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, next, I don't think we have the same guy. Um, I have Andrew Wiggins. You have, okay? You have Andrew Wiggins up there. That's that's your next tier then. That next you year. can't convince me anybody past Wiggins right now is better than him. Um, no, definitely not these next guys. <laughs> this next group is weird, but Wiggins Wiggins doesn't play the defense, and he doesn't. He's like not efficient in his scoring. He's just a volume scorer. And Wait, are you making a Wesley Matthews case? And JJ Redick. Okay. No. Oh. Okay. So Wiggins rounds out my next tier. So yeah. like that second tier, I have Gary Harris, Middleton, Jalen Brown, and then I had to put Wiggins in there because I think who. All right, well, yeah, I just had to put Wiggins at twelve. Who do you have at twelve? At twelve, I have D'Angelo Russell. Oh dear God! I just think D'Angelo Russell gives you. <laughs> Where do you have D'Angelo Russell? Twenty. Wow. Wow, that's a big difference. What Russell are you watching? I'm watching... <laughs> what, 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 did he play last year? And, like, I mean, I felt bad because I actually, like, feel like people's forgotten about him, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Like, I think he'll bounce back, and I think he will bounce back, but holy crap. 
It's pretty high for him, but I think this is the he was injured a lot last year. If he stays the whole season, I think this is a good. This will be a really good year for him. Um, you think he'll get traded? I mean, stays healthy the whole year. That's what I meant. Oh. But even last year, I mean, he was, he was 15 points a game, four boards, five assists. You know, he, he can create his own shot, which I think is the difference between some of these guys. Yeah. Um, I'm high on him. I am. I'm, I just. I am I, irrationally high on him. Past Laker, <laughs> former Laker. I think I set my expectations too high for him, and then he didn't meet them, and then therefore I thought he sucked. Because I thought he would go to Brooklyn, like get his own team, get away from Kobe in L.A., and be like, "Oh, you're gonna be the dude! Like you're gonna kill it in Brooklyn." And then he didn't, and now I'm like, "Oh crap! Is he even good? Like yeah. he's in that like Miles Turner category where like, are we sure the Bill Simmons? Are we? Yeah, sure are we good? sure he's good? <laughs> um, but obviously, I think Turner's better than him. But man, at twelve. That's interesting. Yeah, 12. No, I, I believe in him. I believe in his ability to create his own shot. The shooting is going to improve. I think this new coach I mean, is going to Waiters can create his own shot. <laughs> All right, keep on going. Who do we have at 13? All right, 13, I have Wes Matthews. Wow. You're higher on a Maverick than I am. That's the first. Last year, we had the, we had Wes Matthews at the exact same spot. We Should I show you the office dribbling clip? We had him at 13. See, I don't think he's going to dribble as much this year. Kirk. So I think that I agree. That, I think that helps him a lot this year. I think he, he's going to be in his spot. I think he's going to be, you know, in the corners, top of the key. I think he's going to be, you know, there for those catch and shoot threes. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I agree. A lot of those, he's going to be able, still going to be guarding, you know, the best wing player on the team probably. He looks um, in excellent shape too. Yeah, working out with Lamarcus Aldridge allegedly. Speaking of that. Make a mental note of us to have a conversation after this about Aww, some practices. Don't, don't tease the listeners. No, it just reminded me of something. Okay. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I have Wes Matthews at 13. I have Andre Roberson. Interesting. I have Roberson at 17. It was hard for me to place him, too. I like. I don't think that he would have made the Thunder be like a title team, but I am a believer that, but like in those stats that were before he went down, yeah, that they were really good. Yeah, that like, they were like, you know, forty and one or something stupid. <laughs> like it was yeah. just like a dumb number that. Now he couldn't hit the side of Walmart with like a beach ball, no. but still, like I, yeah, I think he's one of the best wing defenders in the game. So yeah, this is this is kind of that group of like elite skills kind of thing where you have you have you know West yeah. and then at fourteen I have Redick, I have JJ Redick. Yeah, me too, me too. Nice. So, yeah, so you have, like, West, you have Reddick, you have Roberson. Uh, I'd even put Wiggins in there. You know, I guess his elite. Oh, yeah, you used to have it put Wiggins in there. Wiggins at 15 for me. Um, okay. So not that huge, not that big of a difference, but, um, yeah, just these guys that have these one skill that you're you're looking at. And if you're really good at that one skill, you're still going to be, you know. Yeah. I have Wes Matthews at 15. It's hilarious to me that I have a Maverick higher than you. Did that happen at all last year? Oh, it did with Harrison Barnes. And really? Yeah, yeah. Barnes higher than me last year. Yeah, just one spot, and that yeah. was it. And the bench, I had the bench higher, and I was right about that. I was very. <laughs> right. Hey, you were right about that. Very that right about awesome the bench. bench. Um, <laughs> so, all right, there you go. Um, coming up next, this we'll, is where it gets weird. <laughs> it's a perfect tease. <laughs> all right so after west matthews for you and andrew wiggins for for me 
there's the next 15 guys <laughs> and uh this is gonna get weird if i am not gonna be upset if you have any guys higher than any guys in this group because if we're 10 spots off i'll be i'll be upset or even like eight i'll be like oh yeah. okay I am. I will be disappointed if we don't have another Dinwiddie versus Collison debated again. <laughs> we will have one, but I, I really don't feel good about any, any of these. Well, right guys. now, it's D'Angelo Russell. So, oh, yeah. um, all right. At the, sixteen, the, I have Zach Levine. Okay, I have him at nineteen. Okay. The guys I have uh, right now at sixteen, I had George Hill. Oh crap! You really oh. hate George Hill. Where do you have George Hill? <laughs> Where do you have George? Is he 30? Is he 30? Bro, I got him at 27. 27? Yo! What? All right. Just throw a name out there. First off, you, you were you like, I really him. hope we have a, we have another Dinwiddie. <laughs> it took us Darren one Carlson. more. It took us one, one more. I am so intrigued with the rest of these names that you have after George Hill. He started in the finals. Okay, make a free throw, George Hill. Don't tell me he starts in the finals. LeBron starts in the finals, and that's all, like him and Kevin Love. Like, it's not like George Hill carried that team. I just think he's. A, I think he's just a decent. Like, he's a decent guard. That's why I have him like right in the middle. You you took him over Nick Batum. Yeah, I don't think that's ridiculous. I'm so intrigued right now. Of all these people. Alright, let's just keep on going. I'll be like, <laughs> you really you took him over <laughs> Yeah, I did. I knew we were gonna be off on George Hill because the whole time we were talking about this, I was like, George Hill's gonna start for the Cavs. And Isaac was like, No, he's not gonna start for the Cavs. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, he is gonna start for the Cavs. He makes like twenty million a year. He's going to start. And then he was like, No, I don't believe it. so then I went to my uh our friend David Zavak from uh from the Athletic. He covers the Cavaliers for the Athletic. That is his job. I went to him and I was like, who's going to start for the Cavs? And he was like, well, there's four guys, probably Sexton, George Hill, uh, Larry Nance, which was kind of weird, and then Love. And I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know about Larry Nance. He's like, they really like him a lot. Um, but, yeah, he was for sure on George Hill. And then I went back to Isaac and I said, hey, my friend that writes with the Athletic Cleveland said that George Hill's going to start. He goes, I don't know about that. I'm like, <laughs> like he's he also said Larry Nance was starting. <laughs> like, where's Nance going to start? The Mavericks love, love J.J. Barea, but they're not starting him. He'll play five probably. Okay. Larry Nance's future in the NBA is, a, is at five. I agree. But, I mean, you're just going to pay Tristan to hang out with the Kardashian? Yes, that's what they did most of last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the team's gonna be bad. <laughs> you have George Hill at sixteen, so that's an eleven spot difference between us. <laughs> that's gonna be the biggest one in this entire series. I think. I have Zach Levine. Uh, who do you have at seventeen? Seventeen. I have Roberson. Oh, okay. You have you have Levine at uh, at sixteen. I have him at nineteen, and then at eight uh, at seventeen. Who do you have? Avery Bradley. Mm. A little different on that. I have him at 20. He had a really bad year last year for the Oh, he did, yes. He had a really bad year last year. I had I had Avery Bradley all the way up at like We both had him really high last yeah, year. Yeah, we both you, did probably. You had him at 7, I had him at 8 last year. Oh crap. Good lord. That's that's a 10 spot drop the way we just dropped him. I like I liked him a lot. I, did I hope too. he can bounce back. He was like the like I think I feel like Chris Middleton kind of took his spot as like that yeah defender kind of guard uh then 18 i have kcp 
Where do you have? You're in your Laker love. 28. 26. 26. KCP is horrible. KCP shot pretty well last year. Okay, that's cool. He's a fine defender. (laughs) Isaac hates shooting. If you guys haven't noticed, Isaac just hates shooting. So did Ryan Anderson. He shot 38% from three last year. And play decent, Ryan, play decent defense. That makes you a middle what of the What did Ryan road. Anderson shoot from three last year? No, that doesn't count at all. No, you know why it does, does it not, not count? count. Ryan Anderson could. I could why? beat he Ryan Anderson shoot. down the floor in a in a race. <laughs> he can shoot, though. No. Oh, no. KCB's so bad. <laughs> I'd said if, like, the difference between the, these next guys is just, I don't know. Yeah, very true. I, I mean, I have Buddy Hill at 18, so. I have Buddy Hill at 27. <laughs> Dang. So okay. So, <laughs> so we're completely flipped on KCP and Buddy Heald, Really. Hmm. I think all these are going to be so weird, though. I think that honestly, this whole tier for me is the same. I don't see any of these guys as like significantly better. I'm okay. Nineteen. I have Nick Batum, and that's my one to where like, how can you have George Hill over Nick Batum? I have him at twenty-one, so not that far. I'm waiting. I just thought he wasn't good. <laughs> I don't think he was that good either, but I don't think George Hill was good either. <laughs> Elite? Oh, okay. Yeah, Nick Batum was not good last year. He wasn't very good last year, but... I, mean, he get... I don't know. Maybe George I flip... Hill. Okay, if I flip George Hill and Batum... I might put George Hill and Batum on the Twitter poll. <laughs> Who would you rather have for next the thing year? About Batum, okay, the thing about Batum is his contract, he's making like, what, $29 million? It just, it taints like everything he does. I agree. It's like if we put I'll put this as the Twitter poll on Lockdown Mavericks tonight. And you don't have him Mo- that much higher than I do. Money aside, who would we rather have next year, Nick Batum or George Hill? Okay, but you have to if you're gonna do a poll and you're gonna try to shame me on the poll, you have to at least put the right context in it. What's the context? I said just for okay, next so year. Who would you rather have for one year, not on the Mavericks? Just one like year, on a team. not on the Mavericks, no money considering. Who would you rather have? That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I'm still shocked that you had George Hill as, as your 16 best shooting guard in the league. I just think he makes. He, I just think he's fine, and that's where you fine. You still is. think he plays for Indiana? What? Because that's when he was actually good. <laughs> or San Antonio. Oh man! All right, so yeah, keep on going. Who do you I was about to say. I was about to say. Then why is he making twenty million a year? But then I just remember that the Kings paid him, and so that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make it a good argument. Uh, Who all do right. you have at nineteen? So tw- at. 20, you have D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Who do you have at 19? D'Angelo Russell. 19, I have Zach Levine. Oh, okay. 20, I have Avery Badley. 21, Nick Batum. Who do you have at 21? Danny Green. I have Danny Green at 22. Hey, do you know where Danny Green went to college? <laughs> That's what, I, I'm going to assume that you like him. I love Danny Green. <laughs> he dunked all over Duke. All right, at 22, I have Danny Green. Who do you have at 22? Courtney Lee. I don't know what to do at this point. I had uh, Deion Waiters. Okay, I have him at 25. Deion Waiters is one I struggle with because when he's like, like, he's actually decent. Like, if he's playing well, 
then I like he could be like uh, a McCollum light kind of deal. Like he could yeah. be so good. Like if he's playing well and he's healthy, he and for me he's in that like Roberson Reddick West like up through there. But just I know he got hurt and I don't know for some reason I have him low and I probably should put him higher. But oh well. Yeah, he just I mean just didn't have a great year and you know prove us wrong. That's fine. Where did you add D'Angelo Russell again? <laughs> Twelve. Maybe that's the better poll. Is D'Angelo Russell a top 12 shooting guard in the league? Are you okay with that one? How about name 12 shooting guards better than D'Angelo Russell? I don't want all these replies. It's just it That's what we're going to get. A, it needs to be a yes or no click thing oh. on Twitter poll. <laughs> See? I'm just going to put that simple. Is D'Angelo Russell a top 12 shooting guard in the league? Very simple. Yes or no. I should put, is Dennis Smith Jr. a top 15 <laughs> point guard in the NBA? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> He's not. That's okay. Um, all right, keep on going. Who did you have at 22? 22, I had Danny Green, your boy that you yeah. love. Number 23, I had Courtney Lee from the Knicks. Okay. Well, I had him at 28, but. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, it's sad because I actually like Courtney Lee. Went to Western Kentucky. Um, I had Jonathan Simmons. Okay, I have him at 28. We've always been different on Jonathan Simmons. Yeah. Uh, 24 at Reggie Bullock. <laughs> hey, do you know where Reggie Bullock went to college, Nick? How much do you like Reggie Bullock? Uh, well, I don't like him as much because he should have stayed in college. Well, actually, no, because he's still in the league. He's still making it, but I thought he should have stayed. I have Bullock at 25. Yeah. No. I had him at 25, and I honestly thought you were going to have him at like 29 or 30. And I was like, you know what? I'm probably going to be a little higher on Bullock and Nick's going to be like, what? I've always and liked Bullock. I've, he, since he was on the Clippers, I liked him. I thought he, I thought when he went to the Clippers, he was going to be like that three that would fit in for them. But uh, he's, he's found himself a little bit in, in Detroit, which is nice. Yeah. He might start. Well, never he is. Mind. We think he's starting. We're just rating, rating starters. <laughs> <laughs> we are going um, off of this with the assumption <laughs> that he is going to start and did last we year. We picked him over Luke Kennard. Wow. Um, huge. I have Kent Bazemore at 24. Yeah, I'm at 26. Hey, do you know who I have at 26? <laughs> yeah, you have KCP, which KCP. is fine. KCP. I think that's fine. Any, any, this whole... This dude might not even be in the league if, if he didn't have the same agent as LeBron. It's not even true. He was fine for the Pistons, and then last year <laughs> had a decent year for the Lakers. And then he came back because of LeBron. So then you have KCP at 26. I have Bazemore at 26. I have Buddy Heald at 27. You have George Hill at 27. God bless. I have Jonathan yes. Simmons at 28. You have Courtney Lee at 28. 29, I have Etwan Moore. I have Garrett Temple. Get off Garrett Temple. You have Temple at 30? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> We're not even going to argue about this. No. Why? What's the point of arguing our 29 and 30 <laughs> best shooting guards? I am going to tweet out the D'Angelo Russell thing. I'm intrigued to see. I feel like I could be wrong on this one, though. So I think I D'Angelo, like- this is going to be D'Angelo Russell's year. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for him to be like a 20-point-per-game scorer, still five assists. If he, if he gets to 20 and five, are you in on him then? Last, yeah, Last year was 15 sure. and, and five. And he could. Yeah. And he didn't even play that much. He played like 23 minutes a game last year. Yeah, and then he got hurt, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let me look. I'm looking up his stats right now. He played 48 games last year, averaged 15 and five with four boards, 
And his per 36 would be 21, 7, and 5. Five boards, seven I hate assists. per 36 crap. I know, but it just it gives you a baseline of like if he played enough, you know, it would give this was around what he would average. Yeah. He played 25 minutes a game last year. Oh They're really gosh. just trying to make him not get injured. Well, was he injured at the beginning of the year or the end of the year? I can't remember. I watched a lot of Nets games. Just kidding. You know how many people's gonna? How many people? How many people replies back to this tweet and says, uh, "He's a point guard, not a shooter guard." Yeah. I guess I should put in parentheses. No, I'll just leave it. We just assume he's starting. Okay, so yeah. his, his first twelve games, he he's played before he got hurt, twenty seven uh, minutes a game. 21 points per game, five boards, six assists. Okay. So that's that's the Russell I thought we were going to get last year. And that's the one I think we're going to That's the Russell I know. Watched a lot of Russell tape. Let me, just, <laughs> let me tell you, I've watched a lot of D'Angelo Russell. So did Nick Young. Do you remember that moment in the uh, in Summer League two, year, two or three years ago? He had a game-winning shot, ice in his veins. I was standing right there. Yeah. <laughs> That was your best Lakers moment of the past five years. <laughs> there are so many Lakers fans at Summer League. It was like, it was an incredible moment. It was erupting, and then he's not even on the team. <laughs> so there you go. That, yeah, I know. They're all gone now. <laughs> there you go. That's our starting shooting guard rankings. Um, they're weird. <laughs> they're very weird. Let us know how you feel about D'Angelo Russell and George Hill. <laughs> I'm ready for a D'Angelo Russell breakout season. George Hill, I don't really care about that much. <laughs> Maybe we should put another poll. Is George Hill top 25 shooting guard in the league? I think George Hill's defense helps him where he is. Huh. I mean, like five years ago. He's still a fine defender. Okay. There you go, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. D'Angelo Russell, George Hill is the best. Peace out. Boom. Darren Collison sucks. <laughs>